Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. .org. Live from the Hogs Meat Market Studios, this is Out of Bounds. I did. Uh, I had a nice week a couple weeks ago and I bought a new tractor for my hunting place. So I'll get home and I'll be on the tractor uh, mowing grass uh, in the next week. I'll be very excited about that. That's going to be your reward. You're going to ride your tractor. Yeah, I might take a whole day and just put my phone away and go get on the tractor. I'm a little bit lost because I've never known an open champion celebrate my mowing grass on a tractor. I got a lot of layers, man. I'm like on 105 horse Kubota tractor, and it's, it's going to be a pretty one. Yeah, yeah. With John Neighbors. Every time you put a mic in my face, I'm going to say Arkansas. And Joe Franklin. We won't go in the shell. We won't go in attack mode because that's what's required. On 1037 The Buzz. Here on 103.7 The Buzz. Appreciate everybody listening in on this beautiful day here in the great state of Arkansas. John Neighbors, Joe Franklin, broadcasting live from the Hogsmeade Market Studios with you today. And thank you, as always, for making us a part of your afternoon this afternoon. It is a Reaction Monday presented by Fleet Management Services. So we're going to react to everything over the sports weekend. And we want to hear your reactions as well, you can call or text in at 501-661-1037. Get after us in the Asher Record Live Fan Feedback. After me on Twitter at BuzzJohnNeighbors. And today, going to have a few special guests as Mani Patel, who was the head coach of the Arkansas TBT team that uh, unfortunately fell short over the weekend. He's going to join us to not only recap that game, but continue to look at the future of the TBT with the Arkansas team and uh, still wanting to get some... Uh, some love in the region when it comes to them hosting a game. So we'll get to his thoughts and opinions in the 2 o'clock hour. So looking forward to catching up with him. We'll also have Dudley Dawson of Hogville.net joining us in the 3 o'clock hour. We'll have the best and worst of the weekend that we'll have to dive into as well. And uh, we're going to try to cover it all. But uh, it was a great weekend. And I know that uh, it's getting to the point to where we're getting closer to the end of July. And then August starts up. And camps are underway in the NFL. And then free shoot fall camp will be here for college football too. And uh, it's just uh, nice to enjoy it, especially the warm weather, but especially the fact that we had a, a great time over at the Great Arkansas Beer Festival and Rock City Margarita Festival. That was awesome, just like it was every year. So if you didn't get a chance to go, you really missed out. It was a great event. Always a great time. It seemed like they took it up a notch this year, too, with some of the displays with the vehicles that were there. Now, they've had them in the past, but... The music seemed to be a little bit different. There was just a different vibe altogether, and everybody was having fun. Oh, yeah. I was I was laughing so hard where, uh, if, if you've never been, folks, it, yeah, like Joe said, there was a little bit of a different vibe, and I, I love the fact that, you know, as you get there later in the event time, you know, it's 5 to 8, so when you get there in the later hours, uh, you know, people start letting loose a little bit more. You know, it's almost like because they're at a beer and mark fest. And the the music started changing, and whenever DMX's party up just started, everybody went crazy for that one. I laughed, so I'm like, yep, now we now it's a party, <laughs> because everybody's feeling good. They got a great song that's a great party song, too, and people were dancing and having a, having a good time. So it's just fun to see the, tran, the transition of how it goes from everyone walking in ready to have a good time to at the end of the night, they're having the best of times towards the end of the event. Yeah, the music was good the entire time, but uh, another one that... Really got everybody going. Juvenile, back that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was good. It was good. Yeah, it was, that was, again, just so so fun to see uh, everybody letting loose and, and having a good time. And, uh, yeah, I know uh, it was a lot of work for our guy, Reed, who did uh, everything that he uh, he could. And he was on a show last week and seeing him run around, he did a great job. So we look forward to next year. Again, if, if you missed out, folks, you got to get there. So many different uh, drinks when it comes to margaritas and beers to choose from just all across the region. And people, uh, of course, uh, here in the area, come over there. We know Twin Peaks was there with a great representation, and uh, they they were a part of it. So it's, they had it's just one fun. of the longest lines, and of course they had people walking around, and also in the line 
they had a pitcher going around where they would come back and serve you in line. So they did a great job, and uh, all the vendors there did such a great job. And it's always interesting talking to people that are there. Are they more on the beer side, more on the margarita side, or are they having a little bit of both? Yeah, it was like almost like you knew where the people were going to be. Like I knew some friends that were there. And, you know, you're like, hey, you know, man, well, what, what, you know, I'll see you around or whatever. Well, I didn't see him around. I saw him exactly hovering around the same area that they were always in because uh, they, they were more of the uh, the marg, you know, so that I knew that in around these, because it was pretty spread out, but there were the area where I knew that they were probably going to be because that's where all the margaritas were at. So, uh, you know, it, it got to walk around, got the experience, got the food that was there too, which was really cool. And that was uh, a long line too. Yeah, yeah. People wanted to be able to get some food to go with the drinks which is always good yes it's a great idea yes and uh plenty of water to go around too we had the big uh five gallon jugs of water for everybody so uh it was an awesome event once again and it was, uh, saw some people some listeners of ours that uh, were coming out there and got some uh, some pictures with them and uh, a lot of, I think, I guess, Dwayne uh, Duncan, who normally takes all of our photos, he's put up most of them, if not all of them, already on our Facebook page. So if you want to check it out and see if you made the cuts, you can see your picture <laughs> in there as uh, having a good time. Just go to 1037 The Bus Facebook page, and you'll be able to see it that way. Uh, but, yeah, it was great. It was a, it was really great, and I uh, appreciate Reed uh, uh, putting it off or uh, putting it on and making it happen because it's a, it's a lot of work. And uh, as far as our events go, the next one we got is, of course, the countdown to kickoff. Uh, that's going to be here next week, next Tuesday even. Yeah, as week we're from to, tomorrow. Yeah, we're starting to finalize that. And it uh, looks like it's all coming together when it comes to who's going to be there. And it was awesome last year, and it's going to be awesome again this year. So uh, a few of the current Razorback football players that will be in attendance, you got Zach Williams, Andrew Chambly, and Eric Gregory. Uh, a, lot of, a lot of players that are looking to not only be stars, but in fact be big impact players uh, this season. And then some uh, former Razorbacks as well. Uh, that are going to be there because we know there's a tribute for Ryan Mallett and f- former teammates Tyler Wilson, DJ Williams, and Travis Swanson will be there. Also, uh, Ricky Williams, Hayden Henry will be in attendance. Uh, every time I see Ricky Williams, I always have to remind me, no, it's not not that Ricky Williams, <laughs> not the Texas Ricky Williams, uh, the other Ricky Williams who played for Arkansas. So uh, that's really coming together, and uh, that's going to – that you know we talk about SEC Media Day as kind of being an unofficial start to the season and everything. That almost seems like even more so because that's right where camps are about to start. Fall camps are about to really get going uh, for for college sports. So it's good to have some of those uh, current and former players that will be joining us there at the Hall. And if you guys want to go to that, it's the tickets are going to go very, very quickly. So just go to 1037thebuzz.com and get in on that, especially with the VIP tickets, which basically gives you all access to whatever you want to do. So in the past, we've heard from cur- uh, former players, but... Now, within the past couple of years, we have current players that are on the roster. And as you mentioned, it's right before they go to camp because now you can kind of get a mindset from them, how they feeling going into the season right before they actually hit the field and hang out with them, get some picks, and just have a good time and talk to them. It's, all, it's, it's great. Yeah, it's, uh, it's going to be great. So get in on those tickets now, folks. 1037thebuzz.com. They are on sale and, of course, a huge shout-out to Gary Hill with MSS Oil, who's our title sponsor of the event, and as well as Tito's Handmade Vodka, Gangster Museums America, Oakland Sports, Corky's Ribs and Barbecue, and Party Time Rental and Events. Uh, it's going to be going to be awesome. Like, just football season's here. You're getting closer, and it makes everything so much better and so much more exciting uh, to get to. And in fact, we've already, since it's Reaction Monday, presented by Fleet Management Services, uh, we already got uh, someone who's texting in on the text line, uh, saying uh, from the 501, Reaction Monday, messy. That's all it says. It's just yes. messy. How about oh that? Oh, my gosh. That yeah, what a out. great time that was. And then, of course, he hits the game winner, being the player that he is, the elite player that everybody was looking forward to seeing. All the celebrities were out, so it was one of those fun-filled attractions to have him in the building. And he didn't even start the game, so everybody was there anticipating when he was actually going to go in. And it, it was just—it was like a big time party. I, I know that it—it's like with that event, it's going to be incredible no matter what. But I try to jump into the mind of like if you're just one of those guys on that team, you know, where last year you know, it wasn't anything like this, and then you're sitting there getting ready for the season or things are going on. Like, hey, hey, man, hey, by the way, uh, guys, uh, we're bringing in Messi. He's going to be your teammate next year. I, I wouldn't even know what to think. And then knowing that the crowd that's there probably the big without a doubt has to be the biggest crowd they probably have ever had 
uh, with all the celebrities and everybody anticipating. It's probably just a surreal experience for these guys that are playing on those teams, knowing that they've been playing here in the United States and you know they, they're really good at soccer and rightfully so being on those teams. But then they get to go out on the field with Messi. Uh, that would be me where I'm just probably like fanboying out over that. I'm like, oh my goodness, like I'm a soccer guy. I love soccer and I'm going up like this guy. This guy's like one of the greatest ever and I'm playing with him. I, that would be my whole thing. I couldn't even concentrate on the game if that was happening. Messi is by far the biggest name in MLS, especially at this time and on that team. But Inter Miami has brought in some more heavy hitters. So they brought in some of these players that have played at the highest level and, of course, once again, Messi is the biggest name by far. He stands out. But not only did they bring him in, but they brought in two or three more players that are only going to make that team better. Yeah. It's a huge attraction there, and rightfully so. And I feel like that's just one of many games that they're going to have, a raucous crowd and a lot of people showing out and being crazy there. Because soccer fans are crazy within itself. But bringing a lot more attention to that squad, and that's definitely something to react to on a Reaction Monday. And uh, also, uh, Race Guy says on our Asher Record Life fan feedback, says, uh, baseball made my hearing acre, made my hearing acre read off about Scott Rowland being inducted into the Hall of Fame, joining 12 other St. Louis Cardinals. That's beautiful. Which, by the way, I kind of made the joke, but I was serious. I did not know that the Hall of Fame induction event was in MLB was yesterday. Like, maybe I just haven't been paying attention. I had no idea until uh, I woke up this morning and I was going through some headlines. I'm like, Oh, but that was yesterday? I had no clue. Zero clue that was happening. Usually they make more headlines whenever the class is announced, and sometimes Major League Baseball, they'll be really arrogant and not induct anyone for the current yeah. year. So that's a lot of times when they make the major headlines there, but a guy like Fred McGriff that's going in, it's always one of those things where everybody's asking, what team are they going to represent? What logo is going to be on their plaque? He's not going to have a logo on his plaque. And that, that's something that it kind of carries over into other sports that people wonder about and they, they ask about. Because like the Pro Football Hall of Fame, which team is a certain player going to represent? Well, it's different in football than it is in baseball. They're, the football players are tied to every team that they played for. There's not necessarily that they're going in under a certain team. So each team that they played for, you get credit for having a player that's in the Hall of Fame baseball they do choose a certain team and a logo but Fred McGriff interestingly enough with him he decided he played for so many teams and contributed to each team that he's not having one stand out above the rest I'd be curious and I'm sure there's a list somewhere of just in in recent history of players that were inducted into the Major League Baseball Hall of Fame that only played for one team like it's got to be a rarity for, for just one team uh you know, I think like well, I guess like Derek Jeter only played for the Yankees, right? Like that was the only team he ever played for. Yes. So that would be an example. I just didn't know if that was more of a common occurrence than I even realized. No, it's, it's I wouldn't think. Yeah, it's knowing some of these players and who they played with, it's probably pretty rare. And uh also uh race guy goes on to say, John, have you ever ate at Burgess smoked turkeys in the Heights? I have actually. Holy Smokes had their turkey po' boy and got some turkey salad they make there and it is life altering. I have been there, and I am a huge fan of the turkey salad. Never thought that I'd dream in a million years I would be, but, no, it's good stuff. It's good stuff. So you're more than welcome to bring me and Joe some Burgess if you uh, you know ever feel inclined, just throwing that out there here at the studio. Not that we're asking ever. You know, We just always accept any type of uh, charitable donations that are given us to here on 103.7 The Buzz and on Out of Bounds especially. But we have a lot more here on a Reaction Monday to get to. We're going to get to more of your phone calls and text messages. We'll talk about the Open and the winner. From that and some of the fun stories from that, too. And keep it moving here on Out of Bounds. So stay with us. True Service Community Federal Credit Union presents your Razor Aug update during Out of Bounds. Get one of the lowest rates in the nation with a True Service Visa Platinum card online at trueservice.net. This 
Texas Sports Center. The Open champion is Brian Harmon, who was dominant in the tournament, winning by six strokes, shooting 13 under. Harmon's British Open win is just his third win on the PGA Tour and his first major win. He's the 15th American to win the Open in the last two decades. In the NBA, the Board of Governors approved a sale of the Hornets to a group led by Gabe Plotkin and Rick Schnall. Jordan's tenure as majority owner is over, but he will maintain a minority stake. In his 13 full seasons as majority owner of the Hornets, they had the fifth worst winning percentage in the league. And the Arkansas Travelers fell to the Springfield Cardinals 8-7. The Travelers will be back in town tomorrow, hosting Northwest Arkansas Naturals at Dickey Stevens Park. I'm Christian Weaver with the Buzz Radio Network. Stone's Throw Brewing's Block on the Rock 10th Annual Birthday Bash benefiting Preserve Arkansas is this Saturday, July 29th. Stone's Throw Brewing is shutting down Rock Street and having a big old party. Food trucks, beer from Stone's Throw, and other Arkansas breweries, and live music featuring big damn horns. $10 gate admission or $75 for VIP. Visit Stone's Throw Brewing on Facebook or stonethrowbeer.com for more details and to purchase tickets. Join Delta Waterfowl for the Duck Hunters Expo July 28th through the 30th at the Little Rock State House Convention Center. Three action-packed days of exciting demonstrations, seminars, and vendors. Find out more information at DeltaWaterfowlExpo.com. Don't miss it. Hurry up, dude. The game's about to start. Nothing beats spending the day watching the game with your buddies. Dude, I'm literally right here. Let's do this. Which is why a shelter insurance renter's policy is key to your winning game plan. It protects things your landlord's policy doesn't. Uh, dude, where's your TV? What? No way, dude. Like that flat-screen TV that just got stolen. See Agent Steve Ferguson in Little Rock, Bo Beavis in Cabot, or Daniel Vickers in Sherwood. All About Tire & Brake Tire Pros makes automotive service and tire buying simpler, always treating customers like family. All About Tire & Brake Tire Pros is family-owned and operated, built on honesty and friendly service. Stop in today to shop our wide selection of Continental and General Tires, all backed by a nationwide warranty. All About Tire and Brake Tire Pros, service like your daddy used to get. Stop in today or online at allabouttireandbrake.com. This is the Pigskin Preacher, bringing you the word. Double B's is a locally owned business serving our Kansans for over 50 years. Unlike chain retailers... Double B's keeps more money in our local economies, making our Arkansas communities stronger. International companies buying up Arkansas businesses know or care nothing about Arkansas. And the decisions they make in distant boardrooms will not reflect the concerns of Arkansans. Double B's employs local workers at good wages and serves primarily local consumers. Local, not global. Arkansans not Canadians. Make a statement to support the natural state by supporting Double Bees, an Arkansas company serving Arkansans. We stand for Arkansas because we live in Arkansas. Double Bees. It's where you gas it, grab it, and go. That's Double Bees. Gary Hill with MSS Oil presents Countdown to Kickoff Tuesday, August 1st at the Hall. Tickets on sale at 1037thebuzz.com. Brought to you by Oaklawn Sports, Tito's Handmade Vodka, the Gangster Museum of America, and Corky's Ribs and Barbecue. Fire up the grill this summer with the highest quality of meats from Hogs Meat Market and their new location off JFK Boulevard in North Little Rock. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. I bet you slice into the woods a hundred bucks. Gambling is illegal at Bushwood, sir, and I never slice. Yeah. Okay, you can owe me. On 1037 The Buzz. Reacting to everything here on a Reaction Monday, folks. And there were so many great sporting events to happen over the weekend. But we know we're getting closer and closer to football season. When football season comes around, the excitement revs up, right? You start planning out your tailgates, planning out your road trips, planning out your Saturday or Sunday viewing options. 
Well, maybe start planning out some of your bets with Bet Saracen as well. Because with Razorback football being just 40 days away, you can bet right now on the Arkansas Western Carolina game. It's going to be transpiring right here in Little Rock at War Memorial Stadium at 3 p.m. Arkansas is favored by 34 and a half points in this game. That's a lot. Five touchdowns. Woo! Feeling confident about Arkansas taking care of business like that? Put some bet money on it. How about Western Carolina maybe keeping it a little bit closer there? Because it's first game season, you never really know. Well, you can bet on that too. What about Arkansas State and Oklahoma? That's the first game of the season for them. Well, Arkansas State's 33.5-point underdogs. Maybe they pull up the upset. Or maybe they at least keep it close. You can bet on that with Bet Saracen. And that's just the tip of the iceberg. They have all these different specials that are happening each and every day. Come from MLB specials to soccer specials. Continuing to add NFL and college football specials. So if you have yet to download the Bet Saracen app, stop what you're doing and download it right now. You're going to watch these games anyways, folks. You're going to be watching them. You're going to be enjoying them. You're going to have a rooting interest. Why not make some money on it, too? So look no further than Bet Saracen, the number one sports betting app in Arkansas. No other place you need to go. Check it out right now by downloading it with the Android or the iPhone. Bet Saracen. You can also visit their website at BetSaracen.com and get to betting that way as well. Again, it's Reaction Monday presented by Fleet Management Services as we're reacting to everything over the weekend. And, of course, uh, this was one of the big events that happened over the weekend. How about Brian Harmon at the Open? That's them. And Harmon makes his history at Hoylake. I did. Uh, I had a nice week a couple weeks ago, and I bought a new tractor for my hunting place. So I'll get home, and I'll be on the tractor uh, mowing grass uh, in the next week. I'll be very excited about that. So that's going to be your reward. You're going to ride your tractor. Yeah, I might take a whole day and just, just put my phone away and go get on the tractor. I'm a little bit lost because I've never known an open champion celebrate by mowing grass on a tractor. It's I got quite... a lot of layers, man. I'm like an onion. <laughs> It's a 105 horse Kubota tractor, and it's it's going to be a pretty one. I, I haven't told my wife how much I spent on it. <laughs> I got to thank my, uh, my my wife, my family back home. I sure miss them. I can't wait to get back to them tomorrow. First, I'm going to have me a couple pints out of this here trophy, I believe. So a huge shout out to Brian Harmon, who was the 26th ranked player in the world. And uh, took care of business by carding one under 70 in the final round yesterday to win the Claire Drug with a 72-hole uh, total of 271, which was actually sh- six shots better than Tom Kim, Sepp Staraka, Jason Day, and John Rom. So huge performance out of him on Sunday. Second round is what won it for him. He started off good with a 67 in the first round, but that 65 he shot in round two, that's where the real work came in, and then over the next couple of days, he uh, he shot fairly good and just had to hold on, and he was able to actually increase the lead in that final round. I cracked up at that, that line, and he's talking about taking, getting his tractor and mowing his lawn because, you know, you talk about uh, culturally speaking, uh, two different wavelengths with a lot of people there, especially, uh, you know, knowing where, the, you know, the Royal Liberal, uh, Liverpool Golf Club and, you know, just hearing somebody, that's how they're going to celebrate is mowing their lawn with a tractor. It just didn't even compute. But that's when you get passion. A, that's hey, what he likes to do. Listen, when you get a guy like him, and especially he's 36 years old, which is also really a cool story, the fact that he won a major, uh, quote, older in age, his first one being there. Uh, but to just hear the comments where, uh, hey, golf hadn't changed him in 36. He's still wanting to do the same things. And he's going to go home and celebrate and mows on on his tractor. So that was a great line from him. He said even being at the age where he is, he was over the last few years even questioning if he would win again. And so for him to do it and to do it on this level, to win a major, that is uh, just a nice statement for him, nice statement win. And sure that, you know, he celebrated in the best of ways because – not only is it just winning a tour event, you win a major. Which is always a much bigger deal anytime you do that. He's 36, so he's the oldest first-time major champion to do it since Sergio Garcia did it at 37 when he won the Masters in 2017. Uh, Brian Harmon also collects $3 million for the win. So, yeah, plenty of, plenty of money going in his cachet after a, a very nice win. And he was also a 125-1 to underdog 
to win the Open. So Nobody bet on him. him but his family. Yeah, well, maybe. They, <laughs> yeah, maybe. Uh, they may have said that to him, but may not have actually done it. But uh, it's also the, his six-stroke margin of victory matches the second largest in Open Championship history by golfers representing the United States. So that was another cool thing because the other guy... Tiger Woods. I don't know if you've heard of him, but uh, he was able to win with an eight-stroke margin at St. Andrews back in 2000. So uh, just a, a really cool thing, and uh, it was funny if you watch the highlights and seeing how people approached there in the crowd, different golfers. Some of them they were really all for, and some of them not so much. And Brian Harmon was one of those guys that uh, did not have a whole lot of fans or at least fan support compared to some of the other golfers that they were rooting for throughout the weekend when you see a guy playing that well though and somebody who they may not have been familiar with he's an underdog so to speak how can you not get behind him when he's playing golf that good and and you see that he's at the top of the leaderboard and you see a great story emerging from this it's hard to not cheer for that guy oh yeah it makes it very easy and uh in fact, uh, in, the, in the very beginning of the uh, Open Championship, someone from the grandstands, when he uh, went up to went up to hit a shot, said, "Hit it in the bunkers," uh, very loudly and very proudly. So, had uh, from the get-go some trash talk getting thrown to him. And in fact, when Brian Harmon was asked about uh, maybe some of the uh, motivation that he had, and he brought up a heckler that was causing some problems for him, which really was either sad or. Uh, motivating, depending on how you look at it, but here's Brian Harmon talking about it. After I made the second bogey yesterday, a guy, when I was passing him, he said, Harmon, you don't have the stones for this. That helped. That was the, that was the motivation? Yeah, that helped a lot. I think he was a... Uh, anyway, that, that helped. I mean, it just helped snap me back in, like, you know, that I, I'm good enough to do this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to go through my process and the next shot's going to be good. So it was a case of trying to prove any day it was wrong? You know, I'm not going to give that guy any more. I shouldn't have given him credit right there. Uh, but, I mean, yeah, I just just the, just the resilience, just knowing. I, I knew I was going to make, you know, I, I figured at some point that I was not, I was going to hit bad shots. I mean, it just, with the weather and the, the scenario, you're going to hit bad shots. And I knew that the way I responded to that would determine whether I'd be sitting here or not. Now, I think it's a really cool story on top of all the other cool stories we've talked about where that's something that stood out to him of what that guy said verbatim, assuming that's what he said, maybe use some more colorful language, but uh, be, saying those words and hearing that and him like, okay, you know, kind of doing the whole Michael Jordan, and that's when I took it personally, you know, so <laughs> him uh, to come out and use that as fuel, which of course you don't want to give him credit, and, and he was trying to avoid that, but... Uh, that seemed to something that really stuck out to him, where he's like, all right, watch this. And he ended up uh, taking care of business after that. And for the guys listening at Rock and Roll Sushi, if they are listening, Chris Alley, Chris Cromless, Brian Harmon sounds just like Chris Cromless. <laughs> I'd have to go back and listen to both of them, though. Yeah, uh, that's funny. I, I didn't even think about that. But, uh, but no, it was like, you know, I know guys on The Zone were talking about the trash talk and, you know, Acre didn't like it when uh, you know you're at individual sports and you're talking trash, which I understand. Like well, I, he I said, boo yeah, altogether. He doesn't like people booing at sporting events. Yeah, which I mean, again, it's it's whatever you want to do and how you approach it. I don't. I think it's great. Uh, I think as long as it doesn't cross any lines, as long as it's not something to where you know you're you're being threatening or you know you're uh, in some sort of way you know trying to impose uh, a bad will towards somebody. I'm fine with it. It's just playful like that right there. If someone says, you know, you don't got the stone. I mean, I'm not going to sit there and be like, oh, my goodness, this guy, this is a horrible human being. Like, it's just trash talk's part of sports. And, you know, some places you get away with it, some places you don't. But I think it's I think it's fine in this setting. And I'm not going to speak for Brian Hartman. It certainly seems like he's fine with it, too, if it in, ends up helping him win a major like this. Absolutely. And it's about being locked in at that point. And that's what he was. Brian Harmon was locked in enough where – not only did he have the lead, but he was able to go on and play well over the next couple of rounds. And it got closer yesterday, but he still was able to do enough to come away with a nice victory. Yeah, I also feel like the trash talk that maybe people throw, it's all about the proximity and what you have to the athletes or to the people out there. Like in football, very few times are athletes going to maybe hear as much trash talk unless they're like on the bench and those people are right behind the bench. But during the game, during the action, you can't hear anything. 
Uh, basketball, of course, we've seen that happen at times. People being really close. Baseball, I feel like, might be the most like vocal ones, where you just got the random guy out there just, you know, uh, throwing any type of lines at it, you know, whether it's the umpire, no, come on, Blue! You know, they're just, you hear them very much so because the action's slower and maybe it's a little bit quieter. But in individual sports, I guess I've never thought about whether it's golf or tennis or anything, just throwing trash talk out there. I've never thought about it, which I love doing at other sporting events, but I probably wouldn't do it in a golf event, just me personally, because it just doesn't seem like, I don't know, it just seems weird. Maybe I need to go over there to the Open. Maybe it's different over there. It's the gentleman's game, but people do make comments, especially after certain shots are hit. hit. They they make comments, and uh, of course, you have that type of access, and you're that close to the players that people are talking, and so, yeah, sometimes you do have people that they want to make comments to the players, whether good or bad. Well, uh, I'll hear on the text line, Scuba Steve says, B.S., Acre will boo any St. Louis Cardinal, and I'll be right there with them doing it. So maybe, maybe that's where he crosses the line. Maybe that's where it's like, all right, now we can boo as long as it's the Chicago Cubs or the St. Louis Cardinals as a Cubs fan. Uh, let's see. From 501 says, Trash talking the players was the best part of the Arkansas Twisters. I, I I was not old enough. Was there trash talking involved, like from fans with the twisters? I didn't, I didn't know if that was part of that. Well, I was just event. saying you're that close to the bench area, yeah. and so if you're right and, and even on the field, somewhere around the field, they're always going to get close to the wall. So you do have that close access with the players. The only time I remember ever having an interaction with a player when I was at the U of A in the student section I was always on the front row, and of course we always just try to get it. We we just wanted attention. It wasn't anything to be mean. It's just what we felt like. If we could get a player's attention, that means we could take his focus away from the game. That's all it was. And the only I, there was only a few that really got their attention. But I remember, do you remember Renardo Sidney, that Mississippi State basketball player? Yes. Oh yeah, the guy was a monster. He was like six nine, three hundred pounds. And you know, we were just talking to him or whatever. And he you could tell he kept looking over, kept looking over. Well, he goes down the court and hits a three. And then he just stares at us as he runs back. I'm like, okay, yeah, whatever. And then he hits another three as he goes back down. He starts pointing at us and doing that. And, you know, we're like, okay, you know, maybe we need to scale it back a little bit. it was going in reverse. It wasn't working for the Razorback. That's right. But then he ended up fouling out of the game, and then we gave him a lot of crap for it, too. But, again, it's just about the player. Do they they embrace it? Do they love it? Do they feed off of it? Or is it uh, something that they just ignore and they're too focused in on the game? It can go a lot of different directions. You just don't want to cross lines. That's all it is. You don't want to cross lines. You don't want to be that person that's saying horrible things. If you wouldn't have fun with it saying to someone to their face or even to your friends, that's kind of how I looked at it. Like You can have fun trash talk with your friends, but if you go somewhere like really across the line with one of your friends, regardless if it's in fun or not, they're going to probably take offense to it. That's where I always looked at. It. I was like, could I say something like this to my friends and f- and jest, and them still be cool with it? If not, I'm not going to say that because I don't want to get uh, I don't want to get them mad at me. <laughs> start jumping into the stands and start because I have no chance. I would have no chance against any of those athletes. There's been a lot more of that here recently where coaches, players, they do take notice at basketball games to what people are saying and they will say something back. They'll respond to it. So uh, it's just. Sometimes it does get to them to the point where they feel like they do need to respond. I mean, the most famous one, right? Uh, Reggie Reggie uh, Miller and uh, uh, See, oh, his name that, just that's me, different though, Spike Lee. That's Spike different Lee, with you. celebrities. Celebrities they know each other, right? And they've seen each other around, so that's a bit different than just your common fan that they're talking trash and and this athlete has no idea who they are right so that that's on a whole different level yeah i was just looking at it from like you know when it has an impact on somebody whether it is friendly trash talk or or whatever if it has a positive impact like it did for reggie and holding the choke thing and uh, that's when I'm, I'll, I think it gets memorable. And I also think that that's sometimes if people are trying to talk trash, they probably think of themselves, ah, I'm Spike Lee, and you're Reggie Miller. And, you know, we're cool. I'm fine with you, but I'm still going to say this. But they're not going to view it that way. But, but the, no, the players, they, those are the ones that they embrace and have fun with. There was a, a situation with KD when it, in the finals one year, and Rihanna is sitting right there <laughs> in front yeah. row. And LeBron, it's no secret, LeBron is her guy. She, she loves LeBron. She loves his game. And she wanted LeBron to win that championship that year. So she's trash-talking KD, and KD hits a three, a deep three, right there in front of her, and he stops and, and just kind of stares at her for a minute. And, you know, she laughed about it. But those are the ones they embrace because mm-hmm. they know each other. Yeah. 
I think a lot of other people would probably stop and stare at Brianna too, for probably for other reasons and hitting a three. But yeah, it's it just depends. It's different in situations, especially when they know each other. Uh, let's go to the phone lines. Lewis is in Little Rock. What's up, Lewis? Hey, John and Joe, how you doing? Doing good. Doing great, man. Hey, John, you could you can take that. You can take those guys, man. Yeah, right. Yeah, listen. <laughs> I, yeah, like especially when I was in college, it was like it, it's I'm sitting there five eleven and a half at my best day and. Uh, sitting the guy with six nine who's just been in the gym forever and probably has been in a lot more fights than me. Yeah, I, I wouldn't stand a chance. But luckily, I had uh, we had the numbers behind me. That'd be the only uh, that'd be the only advantage I would have. That's it. You hit him in the kneecap. Man. That's how you do that. <laughs> I'll remember that next time. <laughs> hey, but look here, I'm I'm uh, I'm real happy for Brian Harmon. Uh, I, I love it when guys that have you know been out there grinding for you know as long as he has, and they and they finally win. I felt that same way about Sergio when he won the Masters. Um, so, so no, I love it. And anybody but Rory or John Rahm that wins, I always like it. Okay, so, Lewis, what's your problem with Rory and John Rahm? Because, um, in, a, in a nutshell, they come over here and, you know, they they act all cozy with the fans and stuff. And then when it comes um, time to have the, what is that cup, the Ryder Cup? Ryder Cup, uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Then they, then they, they are they're totally different. And like that one time that uh that, that the Europeans won, the way Rory celebrated, that kind of pissed me off. <laughs> so, Not that you're so, holding a grudge or anything, right, Lewis? Yeah, exactly. In the same way with John Rom, he did the same thing. So I'm done with both of them. <laughs> so anytime anybody wins, but but those two, I'm I'm a big fan of it. Like and it. And then uh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no. Just like that point. It was a great point. And then, uh, and, and then the other thing about Brian Harmon, you know, I mean, the guy was the 26th ranked player in the world. It wasn't like he was number 100. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I mean, the last since he won his last tournament, he's had 32 top tens, and which is the most of uh, anybody since that time period. And he's also had three second place finishes, and all of those were here recently. So he he could have won some other tournaments if he had just made a putt here and there. Um, so you know, it wasn't like he was just struggling coming in there. Um, so that, that's and, and then he also what I also like about it is John Rom shot sixty three on uh, what was it Saturday? Yes, I think it was. Yeah, I think it was Saturday. Yeah. Okay, and and Harmon shot sixty five on Friday, like Joe was saying. But guess who had the best statistical round of the two? Was it Rory? No, uh, uh, between Rom and Harm. Oh, uh, oh, uh, Rom. No, the best statistical round was Harm because he he was eight and a half strokes better than the field on Friday. That's why he put the tournament away on Friday. Yeah, Rom, Rom was only seven and a half better. She was a sixty-three, which is the lowest course record of all time. Hmm. Well, well, I was able to get it pretty, done, though. Yeah, it's the great news for yeah. Harmon. Yeah, I thought that was pretty interesting because uh, you would think a 63 would be the best round, but it wasn't. Hmm. So, so no, I'm I'm happy for him, man. I, I like it. Like I said, I like it when people, you know, pay their dues and then they finally win. So, so that's pretty good. Yeah, no question. We appreciate the phone call, Lewis. Thanks for calling in, man. All right, no problem. You guys have a good day. You as well. You too. Uh, I, you know, that kind of just started making me think when the point he was bringing up of a guy that's been grinding and finally wins it later in his career. I'm sure that there's other athletes in other sports like. And maybe you can help me out with this, Joe. But like John Elway was later in his career, right before he finally won a Super Bowl, right? Yeah, like because oh, yeah. I think he retired after his second one, right? Yes. If I'm not mistaken. So yeah. and had been the three before that, right? And lost all three. So I think that there's something endearing about those types of sports stories, whether it's the individual or even a team sport, and, and being a quarterback where it's like, hey, this guy's grinded. He's he's getting so close yet so far, but then towards the end. When he finally breaks through, I think a lot of people love seeing that. It's amazing athletes. the difference that it makes on somebody's career and how people view them because nobody even thinks about John Elway and those early Super Bowl losses. They remember the last two wins. Mm-hmm. Not only get the two wins, but to go out on top with those two wins and uh, uh, be considered one of the greater uh, uh, Super Bowl winning quarterbacks in those seasons that he had with the Broncos. Yeah, it all goes hand in hand. But we still got a lot more to talk about here on a Reaction Monday presented by Fleet Management Services. Get to what's trending in the world of sports. So let's keep those phone calls and text messages coming. 501-661-1037. More Out of Bounds on the other side of the break.
Hey, folks, it's Joey and Ryan here. What's up? It's summertime. Hey, we got some great Jeep incentives going on right now. 2.9% financing, rebates, discounts on Jeep Grand Cherokee on select models. We've got 1.9 incentivized rate plus $4,000 rebate. So for all you new Ram, Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, make that beautiful drive to Heber Springs during the Make This the Summer event. Or check us out on the web at redriverdodge.com or Red River. We deliver. God bless it's free and it's the place to be. Free Best Car Washes all week at the New Splash Car Wash on Reynolds Road in Bryant. Get your free car wash and sign up for an unlimited wash pass, only $10 for your first month. Free car washes this week at Splash Car Wash in Bryant. Attention seafood lovers. Eat My Catfish is back open in Little Rock. The new Eat My Catfish in Riverdale is located in the Riverdale Shopping Center beside the movie theater and Ace Hardware. Eat local. Eat fresh. Eat My Catfish. Got a wedding in your future? Don't miss the Arkansas Democrat Gazette's Bridal Show Sunday, August 6th at the Statehouse Convention Center in Little Rock. With more than 60 exhibitors, multiple fashion shows, and tons of giveaways, the Bridal Show is not to be missed. Sponsored in part by Dillard's and the Bridal Cottage, tickets are $10 in advance to the August 6th Bridal Show. Visit ArkansasBridalCommunity.com for more info or call 501-378-3807. Okay. Next time you're at the store, I dare you to not think about the unmistakable, fresh, clean scent of Irish Spring. Yeah, you heard me. I want you to resist picturing a shower filled with those sensational Irish Spring suds. And if you succeed, well, you got what my gramps used to call resolutitude. Not a real word. But let's be honest, you're probably going to end up leaving with Irish Spring. Because of its irresistible scent, and because you have zero resolutitude. Pick up Irish Spring today. The extracurricular activities, the traffic, the nightly homework, the traffic, the finding time to eat dinner together as a family, the traffic. Back to school can be stressful. Thanks to Ziploc, meal prep doesn't have to be. New Ziploc bags with Stay Open Design have a patented stand-up bottom that helps keep the bag upright and a top grease that folds and holds for easy filling, unlocking a second set of hands in the kitchen. If only it unlocked a second set of lanes. New Ziploc brand freezer and storage bags with Stay Open Design from SC Johnson, a family company. Serving part-time in the Army National Guard has led to a lot of firsts for me. It paid for me to be the first person in my family to go to school. That education got me to the first day at my dream job, which I can still hold while I serve part-time. That job and the home loan benefits I got from the Army National Guard helped me buy my first house. I also know that I will be one of the first to respond if my community ever needs me. Sponsored by the Arkansas Army National Guard. Aired by the Arkansas Broadcasters Association and this station. Hogs Meat Market has been a North Little Rock staple since 1963, serving the best meat in Arkansas. Be sure to go to their website for weekly and monthly specials as well as meat packages available. Hog is their family name, and they are so happy folks around Central Arkansas have come to associate it with high-quality products, fair prices, and terrific service. And for the hunters out there, Hogs is a great place to get that deer processed. Check them out online at hogsmeatmarket.com. That is Hogs with two Gs. Without a plan, the future is just what happens to you. In some ways, you can't have a future without a plan, because all you really have is what you're doing now and a hope that it all works out. Don't gamble your financial future on hope. Tune in to the Get Ready for the Future show for straight talk about retirement, investments, and your money. Saturdays at 10 a.m., now exclusively on 103.7 The Buzz. Genwell Financial Advisors is a registered investment advisor with securities offered through LPL Financial, member FINRA, SIPC. It's not just about the size of the meat, it's about where you get it from. So get it from Hogs Meat Market in North Little Rock. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. We do things around here my way. You understand that? You show me the kind of smarts, makes me wonder if you know the difference between a sneeze and a wet fart. You're going to be second string all your life, boy. On 1037 The Buzz. Yo, remember yo. back on the bully when cats used to harmonize like yeah. Yo, yo, my men and my women If you're shopping for a vehicle, you want to get to Guadney Chevrolet Guadney has the best deals in the market Been doing it 60 plus years, give them a call 501-982-2102 Guadney Chevrolet is offering up to 7,000 of 2023 Silverados 1.9% is available 
on Silverados when financing with GM and a well-qualified buyer. 1.9 is also available on 2023 Equinox. No payments for the rest of the summer. Those are some of the deals you can enjoy at Guadney Chevrolet. Make the trip to the Gregory Street exit in Jacksonville. Shop them online, guadneychevrolet.com. You can see all the deals, the cash allowances, the rebates, even appraise a vehicle. See just how much it's worth. They're giving thousands over book value, whether you trade that vehicle in or you sell it to Guatney Chevrolet. Guatney is always actively buying vehicles, so you'll get a great deal on a vehicle that you trade in or sell. See the entire inventory of new and pre-owned vehicles on GuadneyChevrolet.com and get a deal started on GuadneyChevrolet.com before making a trip to the Gregory Street exit in Jacksonville. It's Guadney Chevrolet, Arkansas's number one Chevy dealer. Guadney Chevrolet, GuadneyChevrolet.com. We'll get to what's trending in the world of sports, presented by Rock. Oh, just did I just miss it? Mess it up? No, it is. Yeah, it's 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 coffee, right? Why did I want to say tea? No, fleet management. Oh, 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 for yeah, what's trending in the world of sports? Yes, yeah. yeah, yeah I, was, I was sitting there, I'm like, why am I about yeah, to West say Rock tea? Coffee. Yes, but like, what am I doing they here? Do provide us with tea. Maybe that's where I was throwing it out because okay, that's what and it is. Water. That's what it is because I was I I've seen little you know because I know people that have that they go tea more so than coffee, and I remember seeing that West Rock has tea packets, and I have a few of them at my place that I have just in case you know need to. You know, get a little throat coat going on. But, yeah, that's where it threw me. I was like, wait, you know, they do have tea, but it's not called tea. It's West Rock Coffee. So yeah. Like, yeah. But no, it off they there. provide us with coffee, tea, and water. Yeah. They have it all. Yeah, they do a great job of it, too, and we appreciate them. Uh, real quick, though, before we do that, uh, from the text line, uh, this comes with 501. We talk about the trash talking with the Arkansas Twisters. He says, uh, the last game, the opposing team was going off at us the whole game because we were right behind the bench. So that's what it was. It was just them going after them while they were uh, they're off the bench. Uh, this also comes from 501. Uh, I'm not going to read that one. That one's mean. It's not Trash Talk Thursday yet. You don't need to be trash talking us or anybody else on the station. No, we till Thursday for that. That's what we're going to do. Uh, uh, 870 says, we pay to watch boxing in. I know it's apples to oranges, but wasn't uh, Ollie the biggest trash talker of all? Oh, yeah. I mean, everybody loved him for it. Yeah, he was definitely there. And then William says, uh, after, after the guy throws Harmon shade. Harmon, oh, yeah, wa- hold my beer. How do you like me now? That's exactly what it was like. Exactly what it was like. And uh, then on our Astro Record Live fan feedback, got uh, Freddie P. Who says, fellas, how we feeling? We're feeling great. Hope you had a good weekend and lucky betting. Got my day game bet on the Detroit Tigers money line on Bet Saracen. Making this work day much better, boys. A lot of good prop bets for tonight. I like Vladdy Jr. to go over one and a half bases, baby. Maybe even a home run prop. So glad that the Open is over. We don't have to listen to everyone salivate over McElroy. Man, everybody's hating on McElroy today. Fellas, live free and pour one out for the boys in this heat. <laughs> you got it, Freddie. We appreciate you listening in. Yeah, some of Rory's recent comments, maybe it's kind of starting to turn people off because he is talking a little bit too much. But he also has tried to scale that back. But you have people that ask him certain questions because they're trying to get a response out of him. Yeah. I don't mind Rory. I, mean, I get why people don't. I do. But I don't mind him. Uh, Patrick Reed's really the only golfer I have a problem with. I just really don't like that guy. And it's mainly because everyone thinks I look like him. Which, you know, it's not. I wish I had his money. But I uh, don't, don't know if I want those looks. But still, that's not really the only golfer I take issue with. Uh, before we do, uh, also what's training, let's go to Matt and Litterog. What's up, Matt? John, uh, how many people have said you look like that gentleman? Uh, at least three, and I think two All of right. them were just trying to be mean. But yeah, at least three. I'll, I'll be I'll be the three and a half. I'm not going to be mean, but I'm just going <laughs> to question their their optical judgment. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I mean, that, I, I got I got told once I looked like Baker Mayfield, and that one I accepted. That one I was good with. Yeah, that's closer. I'll say that. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, that's Matt. Closer. I I'll take that all day. Thank you. <laughs> Uh, fellas, I just want to touch base with you guys and say cherish every moment that you have with your family members because, I mean, it's just it's gone in an instant. Um, I wanted to just give my opinion. I think Arkansas is going to win nine games this year. I think that's not a stretch. Um, you know, I think eight games should be expected. Seven should be the bare minimum. Um, I think we get nine. I think, that's, I think that's what we do. I think we find a way to get an extra one here or there. Um, basketball fellas, I think we are stacked. I think our team is stacked. You know, everybody's wondering what's going to happen with Trevin Brazil not being full workout. That man is fine. 
that man has been practicing on his own, I guarantee, probably six out of seven days of the week. And, you know, I think Arkansas is going to be just fine. Joe, your Steelers are setting themselves up for something nice this season. And on the same token, the Jets, I give the Jets eight wins this year. I give the Jets eight <laughs> wins. And I wouldn't, be, I wouldn't be surprised if they went nine wins. Oh, hey, Matt, that's not going to be good enough, though. No, it's not. No, hey, it's not. It won't, but it's better than two wins every year for the last decade. Well, last year they won, what was it, seven? They ended with seven wins, right? Was it last four, year? Yeah. Yeah, come on now. Uh, surely Aaron Rodgers hey, Surely Aaron Rodgers is better than one win. Like He's got to do more Aaron than Aaron Rodgers is worth, with no people on his team, he's worth two wins. And so I think he gets you all to the nine. I wouldn't be surprised if we see some old Green Bay magic and a couple of game winners. If the Jets made it 10 wins, it honestly wouldn't surprise me this year. It would surprise me more that the Broncos get 10 wins than the Jets get 10 wins, even though I'm ecstatic about our current situation. I think we are stacked. I think we are loaded. I think the best thing we could have done was get rid of whatever that other coach's name was, <laughs> Raiders, Raiders gentlemen. I, I think Denver is is – set up, but it wouldn't surprise me if the Jets got more wins this season than the Broncos. Fellas, I'll hang up and listen. Appreciate it, Matt. Both those teams are looking to improve on the offensive side of the ball. They both have stout defenses, but scoring more points and, and having a better offense is going to be key for them. Barring injury, I, I the Jets got to win double-digit games in the regular season for me to consider it a success, because uh, I get that the division is really tough, but... Yeah, if you go from seven wins without Aaron Rodgers to eight wins with Aaron Rodgers, I'm not going to be happy. <laughs> I'm not going to be thrilled about that. They got to get to ten. If they get to ten wins, I'll be happy. But got to get to the playoffs for sure. Number one, first and foremost. And I feel like you got to get to that double digit win mark because uh, last year you had seven, Patriots had eight, Dolphins had nine, all there into the mix, and of course Buffalo thirteen. But it's a tough division. We'll see how it plays out. But man, I ain't going to be happy with just that. Uh, boy, we move fast. Let's uh, quickly get to some of the headlines and what's trending in the world of sports. What's trending in the world of sports is sponsored by Arkansas-based West Rock Coffee. Join West Rock Coffee and their 1.5 million coffee farmers around the globe as they fuel Arkansas with great-tasting coffee, tea, and water delivered directly to your business. Contact them at westrockcoffee.com or 833-886-JAVA today. All right. What's trending in the world of sports? We'll get to a few of these headlines as... Uh, some sad news, at least in the NFL. A few injuries playing out. Lions defensive back C.J. Gardner-Johnson was carted off. Uh, according to sources, the MRI is clean, but he is considered to be day-to-day. Nothing you ever want to see anyone getting carted off, regardless of the injury. But uh, it looks like at least it's better than what they may be originally feared for C.J. Gardner-Johnson. Also, uh, Bills, is it, is it, not, it's not, is it Naheem? Is that how you say his name? Or Naheem? Yeah, Naheem. That's what I thought. Okay, Naheem Hines. He hurt his knee and is expected to miss the season, but apparently is involved with uh, a jet ski. He was sitting on a stationary jet ski when he was uh, struck, and he's going to have to require surgery. Oh, my so. gosh. That, now, that, that changes the story a bit Yeah, that he was just sitting there, but you never want to see players get injuries, especially off the field, because that messes with their money with a non-football injury. Yeah, it says he suffered no life-threatening injuries such as to his liver or kidney. The expectation and goal will be him for the return in the 2024 season. So, yeah, that changes everything. But we got more Out of Bounds coming up next. Get up and get in the game. Download Arkansas's favorite sports wagering app, Bet Saracen, today. Join Delta Waterfowl for the Duck Hunters Expo July 28th through the 30th at the Little Rock State House Convention Center. Three action-packed days of exciting demonstrations, seminars, and vendors. Find out more information at